What is going on, everybody out there? I want to welcome you back over to the podcast here. And this shall speaks. I'm your host and will forever be your host in the shell D. So I am back in my element, we'll say. Um, I did specify on the last episode of Initial Speaks that I was without one of my microphones, essentially. And I had to settle for recording the podcast with just the regular mic that's installed on my iPhone. And, you know, after listening back to it, it it really didn't sound all that bad. Like, it, it didn't. Um, I guess I'm just a very particular, critical person. You know what they say, that we are, are, are basically our own worst critic or critical, you know, just really critical of, our, of ourselves. And, you know, it seems like more people are willing to look past what it is we tend to beat ourselves up over. And I guess I need to try to get better at that because uh, putting content out is better than not putting out any content at all. You know, so even if it's not the greatest quality, I guess it's the, you know, the, the, the thought that counts. It's the heart. It's the effort that we tend to put into things versus things just sounding crystal clear and perfect all the time when that's just not the way that the world works. But nonetheless, um, I'm in a position right now where I'm actually able to sit at my desk and record another one of these podcasts in which it seems that a lot of people are actually enjoying. I've been getting some really uh, positive feedback. I've been getting some good reviews and just talking to people about these episodes. And I'm, I'm, I have to say that I'm actually really inspired and motivated from the reaction that I've been getting from people. It, it makes me want to put more of my time, more of my heart, more ideas into the audio version of Initial Speaks. Because a lot of people, um, as I always state, are a little bit too busy to sit and watch a YouTube video. Or sometimes they uh, just may be too busy to sit and watch a live stream. Well, these here are pre-recorded. You could play them in your radio or just play them in your earpods. Whatever the case may be for you to sit and just enjoy just a good old nice talk um, about various different conversations and subjects, I'll say that I'm hoping that each and every one of you can relate to. That's basically my desire is to make content that is relatable in every walk of life, whether you are male or or female, whether you are young or a little bit older. I'm hoping that any and everyone who comes across these podcasts can relate to them in one way, shape, of or form. Now, a lot of you who listen to this, you know, this particular podcast probably think that we are only here to talk about subjects that are streaming related. And if you did not know, I am a streamer on Twitch. You can find my channel at twitch.tv 
forward slash initial underscore D. I stream three days a week. Sometimes those days vary. It really depends on my IRL schedule, and I have to just kind of, you know, bounce and juggle things around a little bit. But for the most part, you can catch me at least three days a week. Um, definitely probably around the weekend days. Uh, but we we don't always talk about streaming-related stuff on my channel, and nor do I really want to you know, just center my content around video games and live streaming. But I want to talk about real life stuff that each and every one of us can relate to. And hopefully somebody out there can, you know, get something from it. That's the whole reason that I do this. I try to inspire, educate, motivate things that are going to give a person the edge that they need so that they can get out in the world and do something, so that they can apply themselves. A lot of people are seeking for answers. They're seeking for solutions. And I'm here trying to give a little bit of at least what I know in hopes that you know it'll help somebody out there who could be potentially in need. So I think I guess I'll start with you know, just basically talking about this week. This week has been different for me. It's been it's a week it's been a week of just highs and lows. I went back to work on Monday after being sick with the flu, or maybe it was COVID, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I went back to work. And I'm a very anxious person when I miss a lot of work. I feel like I'm behind. I feel like my performance is, is falling off. So I have to put myself back in that environment of getting back to work, getting myself healthy, first of all, and then getting myself back to work once again. And I was able to do that this past Monday. Uh, this entire work week has been, it's been great, of course, getting back around my people and doing what it is I do best. But I also have to say that this week has kind of been an emotional roller coaster as well. Sometimes I find myself doing what I try to tell other people not to do. One of those things is basically comparing myself to other people. How many of you out there have just looked at the life of somebody and then you look at your life and then you kind of just start measuring up, start weighing things out, start comparing when we really should not do that. Because a lot of times when we, we look at the life of somebody else, we only see the tip of the iceberg. We don't see the bottom portion of where it is they are right now. We don't we don't we didn't see the struggles, the potential struggles. We didn't see the problems. We didn't see the hardship. We just see what it is we see and then we compare it to our current situation. You know, I can tell you now, I'm not perfect and I have found myself in that position at one point in time. And if I'm not careful, I will all I'll kind of fall back into that 
if I lose focus. This is why it's important for us to continuously focus on whatever it is that we are working towards. And when we see somebody that's in a good position or we see somebody is somewhere where we want to be, there's two things we need to do. Number one, we need to congratulate them. Number two, we need to ask them for help. It's okay to ask for mentorship. It's okay to ask for information. It's okay for you to ask somebody to teach you something that can help you and you can apply to your life to put you in a higher position. It is completely okay to do that, okay? And I'm beginning to accept that. I'm beginning to believe that. I'm beginning to apply that to my life. And coming from the type of background that I have in which I was always taught and I always believed that everything needs to be done by me. But the, the, in order to do that, you have to know certain things. But when you don't know anything, it's really hard for you to get to that next level. So when I discovered that, you know, there's just some things I don't know to get me to that next level, I have to suck it up and ask for help if if I'm able to or if I'm able to find somebody that is in the position in which I want to be in. I have to be man enough to ask for help if I want to get to this other position in which I want to be in. Uh, that way, that leaves very little time to compare yourself to other people because you're too busy improving yourself, personal development, self-improvement, these things that we need to be practicing on a day-to-day -day basis. And at this point in my life, and there's probably somebody out there listening to this right now who can also relate I'm in a point or a season, I'll say, of trying to practice a lot more uh, personal development and self-improvement and asking for help as well. This last Wednesday, I went to my very first bonfire. Now, I've always heard people say, that they've, they're going to a bonfire or they're visiting a bonfire or they're just, you know, just spending time with people just sitting around the fire. And here <laughs> I have never partaken in anything like that. So I didn't really know what to expect. But I went to my first bonfire this last Wednesday. And how that came about is... Uh, the church in which me and my family attend, they have small groups in which, you know, they really encourage people to partake in. You know, it's not the type of place where, oh, you just go to church on Sunday and then it's like you do whatever you want to do throughout the week. They, they encourage uh, members of that church to try to meet outside and talks amongst themselves just to let everyone know, yo, you're not by yourself. If you need somebody to talk to about anything, you can hook up with this group right here. Uh, my wife, she's a member of a women's group that they have on Wednesdays. And I decided to join this group called Man on Fire. <laughs> Little did I know we would literally be sitting around an actual fire. Like, wow. So my experience was... You know, I first had to find this place and I drove 
on the outskirts of the city that I live in, and and it's all the way out in the country. And the deeper you drive out in that area, the darker it is. There's very little street lights, and it was about 6 p.m. And I ended up, of course, utilizing my GPS because I don't really go in that area often. And found myself on a gravel road, you know, just full of rocks, and it was just pitch black. And I looked, of course, I spotted the humongous fire. Like, it looked like one of those fires that you that you see in Skyrim of the, the giants. It looked like one of those type of fires. It was huge. So I get out, well, I park, and then the, there's a guy just sitting out there waiting. And then he just starts walking towards my vehicle, and I'm like, well... I guess I better get out of the vehicle because he's coming this way. There's only me and him out here. And I introduced myself. He introduced himself to me. We talked a little bit about, you know, our backgrounds or whatnot. And then I think about five other men showed up and we all just sat down and huddled around the fire. It wasn't really cold Wednesday. I was anticipating it for it to be chilly, but it, it really wasn't. It was about maybe 62 degrees, which was really nothing now now right now it's about 32 degrees so that <laughs> yeah i um i i typically don't like the cold weather and i was hoping that it wouldn't be that cold but after experiencing the heat of a bonfire i think i'm i think i'd be okay with sitting out there in in 20 degree weather because it was so hot that I had to walk around the other side of the fire to where it wasn't really brushing uh, towards me so that I could, you know, that it didn't break out in sweat. <laughs> All right, so enough enough about the fire. It was, it, was, it was just there just to be there, of course. And uh, little did I realize that fire, just number one, the sight of it, the sound of wood burning against the fire, the crackling and what have you, in conjunction with the crickets and then the beautiful sky, that is such a therapeutic atmosphere to be in. Such a therapeutic atmosphere. It's right up there along with sitting on the beach. Like, I, I know that some of you may be from areas that there are no beaches, but I have, we have lots of beaches where I am. And sitting on the beach is amazing. And I would put this right up there with it. Sitting around a bonfire is so therapeutic and so amazing. And I must say, it was one of the most amazing times that I had ever had. Mind you, doing things like this is like stepping out of my comfort zone. I don't usually meet with people like this. I don't usually sit with strangers and <laughs> I definitely don't like to talk to people about just me that I've never met before. Granted, there were like a couple of guys there that I've met previously, but at the same time, there were others that I did not know. And of course, you know, I'm a very cautious person when I'm around people, but I kept going back thinking to myself, you know, 
you are at a point in your life where you need to stop trying to take on every battle. Like I'm sure there are people out there who do the same. You're trying to take on multiple battles. You're trying to fight fights in which were not designed for you to fight by yourself. And you need help. As we sat around the fire, we talked about a book in which we have all been reading. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) I have not began to read that book. Uh, This was my first time being there. And don't ask me why. I just didn't begin the book yet. But anyway, um, they were reviewing the book and then comparing some of what they read with personal experiences in their life. And as I sat there around the fire, I sat and I listened to men just really be vulnerable. You know, say some things in which they would not say in front of other people or their spouses or other friends or associates. Things that they would not say in society. I heard these men talk about. There was a guy who grew up in the Dominican Republic And he was going on and on about how in his culture, they're very lovey-dovey people. They like to hug and kiss and stuff like that, but they're not very good when it comes to verbalizing how they feel about one another. And this man went on to say that his mother told him that that she loved him for the first time. In over 30-something years, she told him that she loved him. And he didn't exactly know how to take that because she had never told him previously that she loved him. And I'm just sitting here like, wow, my mom has been telling me that she's loved me since I was a child. And for me to sit here and listen to a man 30-plus years old who has never been told I love you by his mother, I just really opened my eyes and it made me think. Like, we as people are so judgmental towards each other that we don't even think whether or not the people that we encounter have endured some sort of trauma in their life or or maybe they're in some sort of a deficit, a learning deficit when it comes to how to treat people or how to react in certain situations. We're just so critical about what it is we see instead of analyzing it deeper. But for me to sit there and tell, and and hear a grown man say, my mother never told me she loved me until recently, just really made me sit there and think. And I was like, wow, that is, that is um, definitely a vulnerable moment in which, you know, you share with us. And then there was another gentleman who talked about the same thing. You know, he's a father of three children and businessman. And he says sometimes, you know, he gets so caught up with work that he forgets to to compliment his children. And he just made, made it a um, an effort, we'll say, to compliment his children and say things like, you know, you're doing great in school. You can be whatever you want to be. Uh, just focus. 
and and just put your heart into it. Just being very conscious about the words that he spoke to his children, and I thought that was just amazing right there it, it itself. And I kind of shared the same thing as far as like me telling my kids, hey, you're going to be fantastic. You're going to be great. You can be whatever you want to be. Um, a lot of that is, um, it comes from the heart. Well, all of it really comes from the heart, to be honest. But it also comes from not necessarily hearing a lot of that positive affirmation growing up as a child myself. I didn't really hear that too much and a lot of times the sins of the past can translate to your life and then the future if you don't do something about it and I for one did not want that to happen because I understand you know what it means to a child to hear their parents tell them that hey I'm proud of you I love you. I want to see you successful. I want to see you grow. I want you to chase your dreams. These are things that, you know, kids take very seriously, even though people may not think so. But it's true. They take it very serious. But again, you know, we, we sat around that fire talking about subjects similar to that and then some other issues, too. And it just felt really good to sit and to bond with other men. And this is actually something that we're going to be doing every Wednesday, and I'm, I'm actually looking really forward to it. Now, earlier on my stream, you know, we were talking about the subject of, you know, whether or not we're happy with our lives and whatnot, yes or no. And some people said they were. Some people said that they weren't. You know, we just got 100% transparent, and that's just what we do on my channel. Um, I, I don't really want to piggyback too much off of that, but I want to more so talk about getting that standard of accountability in our lives. Um, when we walked away from that bonfire, the man that hosted it basically said, you know, in this life, you need brothers. You need brothers. Meaning you need men who are going to hold you accountable, who are going to be there for you to pick you up when you fall, who are going to be able to speak life into you, who are going to be able to carry you and help you if you need it. And the same can be said for women. You need sisters. You need other women in your life that are going to be able to hold you up and speak life into you. No person should ever have to go through life by themselves because it just makes life so much harder than it really should be. And, you know, take it from me, from experience, as to somebody who has tried to figure everything out himself most of his life. The amount of stress in which you inherit when you take everything on by yourself is tremendous. But when you have a lifeline or you have somebody in which can pour into you or whatnot, you can feel like the boulders come off of your shoulders. Hey, that rhymes. <laughs> the boulders come off of your shoulders. But it's the truth. 
having people that you trust in your life that you can talk to and that can pour into you and, and tell you about yourself. That's one thing that we all need as well is to be able to have someone call you out when you're wrong and not for you not to get offended, for you to not get upset, but for you to accept that as being something in which you need to become a better person, okay? And that is a part of my personal journey as far as trying to become a better person. There are things that I'm trying to do within the next five years, to say, I'd say about four or five years that I want to try to accomplish that's all going to need to take place today in order for me to do that. And I can tell you now, I cannot do it by myself. As a man, it's unheard of for us to ask for help. As a man, it's unheard of for us to be vulnerable. As a man, it's unheard of for us to say that I'm tired or I'm worn out. It's unheard of for us to take a break. Because the world expects us to just push through without even complaining. Now, I'm not saying that complaining should be condoned, but it's okay to say that you're tired and that you really just want a break. Um, because, you know, we all need breaks so that we can step back at Common Collective and collect our thoughts for us to be able to move forward. And think of a strategy, because if you don't ever do that, how in the world are you going to be sufficient in this world? How are you going to help other? How are you going to help anyone? I'll say if you are in bad shape mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, if you're broken in all of these ways, like a lot of men are broken because they are in a deficit in each and every one of those components in which I just named. You're no good to anybody if that's the current state that you're in. It's okay to ask for to ask for help. It's okay. And this isn't just to men. Let me just specify that as well. There are females who watch this, excuse me, who listen to this. This goes for you as well. I just know that for men, it's a lot harder for us to ask for help it is 10 times as harder for us because we we just don't we don't want to do it i know ladies you are a lot more ambitious in certain areas especially when it comes to education if there's something that you truly want to know i know that you're gonna get out there and ask and get it while us guys always try to be bullheaded and try to be mr fix it and and fix ourselves you can't always fix yourself not when you're tired, not when you're up against the wall, not when you're fatigued. You cannot always fix yourself. And I believe that the sooner that we learn that as people, the sooner we can begin to heal, the sooner we can begin to get in the position of being able to help other people who need to be healed. But it starts with putting yourself first and admitting that you got an issue and that it needs to be addressed and accepting that you can't do it by yourself. Okay, folks, 
I want to thank you all for tuning in on this episode of Initial Speaks. I really appreciate the the feedback again, the support, the comments. You guys are freaking amazing. I really, really appreciate this so much. It would help me out tremendously if you would share the podcast with somebody out there. Help a brother get out there and make some noise, of course. I'm going to try my best to upload at least three episodes per week. Um, A lot of the episodes, we're going to be talking about IRL stuff, but we're also going to be talking about live streaming, all different type of subjects in which everybody from all different walks of life will be able to relate to. Once again, thank you again for tuning in. I will see each and every one of you on the next episode of Initial Speaks. Have a great night. God bless. Peace.